Nobody wants your agile. You want to know why? That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Friend, welcome back. Thanks for having a listen, for being a friend for all of these years. I appreciate you so much. I think, and it's been my experience, that one of the reasons why you don't get the management support that you want why people aren't cheering Agile and Scrum up and down the aisles of the IT floor is because nobody really wants what you're selling. What we're delivering with Agile is not something that's valuable to the business, and we need to get better at sorting that out. Let me show you why I think that is, and then what you can do about it. But first, let's take a moment to remember why we're here, shall we? To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. And remember, if this show helps you, share it with your friends. Now, one last thing. We're halfway to filling up Cohort 7 of the Badass Agile Forge. If you're on the come up as an agile scrum master or coach, or if you've been at it for a little while and you're wondering where are you going to go next, if you're interested in the skills that actually make teams work way beyond the rules, way beyond the scrum guide, and most importantly, if you're someone who came up in the team room, in the tech room, if you're more creative and innovative but less assertive, You find yourself wishing you had more confidence, more certainty to become the kind of leader that we always talk about on this show. Even if you're a little bit curious, won't you join me for a live info session with me personally? I run them a couple of times a week. And hey, if anything that you've heard on this show inspires you, connects with you, resonates with you, I want to meet you. And if you've ever had a thought that maybe, just maybe, the forge is for you, Then let's talk about what we do inside the forge that has transformed so many leaders before you. It's time to be part of something special, to transform, to grow, and to explode. So check out the link in the show notes below. Simply choose a date and time that works for you, and I will see you at the next info session in person. All right, how come nobody seems to care about or want your Agile? Have you experienced any one of these symptoms? I sound like a pharmaceutical commercial, but maybe you've been through these things. Have you found yourself lacking management support for your Agile Scrum Kanban teams? Do you find that once you leave the team room, especially once you get out of the software area of your organization, nobody's really talking about Agile in a unified way? Do you suspect that your leaders maybe don't even know what Agile is, what it does, and what value it can bring to the organization? Are you worried that someone got a hold of the twice the work and half the time mantra of the original book on Scrum by Jeff Sutherland, and the only part they heard was the productivity angle, the increased output with less cost. But then here you are, you and your colleagues, you all know firsthand what Agile can do. You know that it can make work better. You know that it can transform the way we create stuff. You know it can make us more innovative, more resilient, 
Maybe we can make better stuff. But nobody else seems to get it but you. Why is this happening? I believe it happens most of the time because you're not speaking the same language. You talk to any practitioner out there and say, what's the number one goal of implementing Agile in a team? Could be any team. Could be a marketing team, a sales team, but nine times out of ten, it's going to be a software development team, right? What's the purpose of bringing in Agile? And someone will say, well, to make better software. Mm, Nope, that's not the end result that we're looking for. That's not the holy grail. It's true, but it's not the holy grail. And people say more happy, cross-functional teams, etc., etc. No, nobody can identify that the most important thing to a company is the value of a customer. To be honest, they probably don't even care how happy the customer is if it weren't for the fact that a happy customer is a repeat customer, a happy customer is a paying customer. So if we're not doing things with Agile in those team rooms that improve that bottom line, they generate more revenue, they generate better customer retention, less customer churn, less cost of servicing a customer, lower cost of acquiring a customer. Are you familiar with those metrics? Do you understand that those are the things that a business runs on? Your velocity, your burn down, all of those things, they're nice metrics. They can be good things to measure. They can be bad things to measure, but those aren't the ones that end up in the shareholder report. I assure you, until you know for certain what your company cares about, why are we here? What are we building? Who are we building it for? And how will we know if we've gotten it right? Until you understand those things, you're not actually creating value. Anytime in life or in Agile, you're spending most of the time talking about what you want, what you like, what you enjoy, what you would measure. There's one thing you're not doing. You're not listening. You're talking about you. You should be talking about them. And I know a lot of people will say, yeah, yeah, I get it. Customer delight, value to the customer. I understand it. No, no, no. Value to the customer only exists because it creates value to the enterprise. It brings dollars in. It saves dollars going out. It increases the amount that a given customer spends with us. It increases the lifetime value of that customer, how long they stay with us, the cost of finding that customer, the cost of selling that customer the cost of keeping the customer, and the list goes on and on and on. But ultimately, if we're not making things that increase those critical measurements, then I'm not surprised nobody wants your Agile. I'm not surprised nobody cares about your Agile. I'm not surprised that you're not getting the support and the rah, rah, rah cheerleading in the aisles that you really crave and desire. Now, this sucks for one particular reason, because I know this deep in my heart. Every Agile person I've met got into the role because they wanted to make impact. They saw how great it is. They saw the promise of it. They saw what it could do to change the way we work, our work-life balance, the way we feel empowered, valued, able to truly have our hands in at the table making a contribution to the company that signs our checks, that we offer up most of our waking hours for. And I see the look in their eyes when they come to know that the company just doesn't get it. They talk about Agile in premise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone should do Agile. We need to be more Agile. All of our competitors are Agile. If we're not Agile, we're going to die. It's Agile or extinction. Everyone talks about it, but no one can really say why we should have it, why we should want it. So it's not just a function of what does your customer want? What will delight your customer? It's what your customer will want and therefore turn over their loyalty and most importantly, their dollars in trade for. Once we know that, 
then we really have our hands on the steering wheel. Now we're really connected with the value that we can bring to the business. And so then we stop making features that nobody asked for. We stop building things that doesn't bring about an appropriate return on investment. We stop working on stuff just because we can and focus instead on the things that we should. Now that's a crucial difference. Why do I mention that? You're going to see in the coming weeks and months that I'll be talking more and more about the future of Agile. Where's it going? What next? Feels like we've tapped out, doesn't it? Feels like we've hit an inflection point. We're turning a corner, maybe. But things are about to change. And if you want to survive, and if you want to prosper, you're going to have to lock into this. Because if you learn to speak the language of the customer and to understand what that customer brings to the business the revenue, the wallet share, all those other things, then it's easier to leave the team room and start saying, how can I help address or attack a problem area to bring even more value to that customer? Because this thing that we do with Agile, with Scrum, with all of the other frameworks inside of it, is what? We learn to go boldly, to prepare for failure, to use failure as a learning tool, and to use learning as a way to continuously improve which means we're never satisfied. We're always prepared to be wrong so that we can get to right much quicker. Now, wouldn't that be valuable to a sales team, to a marketing team, to a human resources, a human capital team, to an operations team, to a production team, to a shipping team, to a customer service team? See, when I go out there and just live my life as a person interacting with companies with whom I exchange dollars for value, I find most people do a terrible job, don't you? How many times have you almost pulled out what's left of your hair dealing with a telco company or a cable company or your bank or your mortgage company, your insurance company, and you catch yourself thinking life would be so much simpler if this company just understood me, if they valued me and knew how to show me that they value me, helping me solve my problems, making me the hero of the story putting the spotlight on me, even though I know in the background what they're really concerned with is their revenue and their earnings per share and their quarter over quarter increases. I get that. But at least make me feel that you were put on this earth, that you created this corporation, this enterprise to make the world a little bit better for me as the consumer. Imagine what a company like that could do. And imagine as agilists how we could help companies do more of that create a more personal touch, create a more customer-centric touch. Again, people talk about customer centricity all the time, but I'm not sure they know what it means. See, because a delighted customer will buy your stuff, will buy it repeatedly, sure. But if your offer, the thing that you make, the thing that you sell, the product or service that you bring to the world isn't valuable, if it doesn't solve an important problem for them, and if it doesn't solve the problem in a way that reduces pain and friction, shortens the time to solution and recovery of their investment, they're going to go somewhere else. But if we're sitting in a team room and all we're talking about is cumulative flow, defect rates, and all the other things that agile folks tend to get super obsessed with, and they spend all their time chewing on that and cutting their teeth on metrics that don't matter, I'm not surprised that your customers hate agile. And nobody wants it anymore. Now that's something to think about. See, because the best thing that we can do after seven years of running this podcast, the best thing that we can do for ourselves and for each other is to take the best parts of this thing that we've been so loyal to, that we've been so excited about, 
that we spent so much time learning and practicing and improving, the best thing that we can do now is to take everything that we've learned, everything that we've built, and start spreading it. Get it ready for the new world, the new world of work, the new economy, the new political and social landscapes that surround us every day. We can solve great problems with these tools, with these mindsets. But if no one ever gets to see your real value, they're just going to walk on by. And that, my friends, would be a shame. Let me know what you think customer value really means. Love to hear your stories. I always love it when you guys reach out. In the meantime, you can find me at badassagile.com. Don't hesitate to look for me at Badass Agile on Instagram. You can always join the Facebook Listener Lounge as well. All the links that you need are in the show notes below. Don't forget to check out The Forge. I got some super discounts going on for you right now that I know you're going to love. But hey, until next time, stay badass, my friends. <laughs>